Should we call this one Ross is a sexual dynamo? <laughs> you, you said that at one point, and I was like, that's got to be the name of this. I think that, no, the name of it, just the, the Friends episode. No, the one, the one it, where we talk should, about Friends. The one where we talk, the one about Friends or something like that. or The one where, the one where DJ is the wrong about Ross. The one where Phoebe takes a dump. The one where DJ is wrong about Ross is a good one. That's a pretty good one. I like that. I like that, yeah. yeah. God, Ross. I just don't get it. I just the don't one, get it. The one where DJ has terrible friends' opinions. Mm. <laughs> that's that's my suggestion. Yeah. Brunch. Brunch. It's been a minute, but welcome back to brunch. Uh, no intros, but I'm DJ, and that's Pete. Hello, Pete. Hey. So I guess we did just do an intro. Uh, we have long wanted to do a Friends episode, and this is finally it, probably because of scheduling purposes. We had a couple other episodes in the the making that have been since delayed, so we're just going to do the Friends one now. Especially because you just released a scorching hot take on Twitter yesterday, or the other day. It's not a scorching hot... like. I've always the, the the take is that Ross is the best male character on Friends. That's not a fucking compliment to Ross. Look at the other Jamokes that are on Friends. So uh, we're let's let's get our uh, Friends credentials out of the way. For me, I grew up with three sisters, um, and I made them watch Friends all the time. Uh, we used to tape Friends because we were afraid that maybe something might happen to Friends. So every time, whether it was in syndication. Or a new episode, we fucking taped the shit out of Friends. So I've seen every episode of Friends way too many times. I recently just went back through and watched it again because I knew we were doing this podcast. And we're doing it with Dave Lozo, who is a sports writer kind of like us. He's also just like a general internet jackass. He's the funniest person on Twitter. Um, but yeah, so that's me. That's him. I don't even remember if I watched Friends like as it aired when I was growing up. I think I was too young to even really recognize yeah. that but I, I definitely watched it in syndication that was kind of like seinfeld for me to be honest well you didn't know if you watched it like live. i i watched it occasionally when it aired and then like two years after it was done i was like oh fuck this was the best show ever yeah and so i i recently ran through it after they put it on netflix i ran through the entire season hmm. or the entire series um front to back and there were a lot of episodes that i really didn't remember so um but i will say it 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 goes up and down for sure. Yes. Um, and we'll we'll get into this, but it goes up and down for sure. But it it was better towards the end than I remember thinking it was the first time around. I I agree with that. Um, it takes a nosedive uh, in season seven, which is right after Chandler and Monica get engaged. Like the the show becomes like bad. It's like actually a bad show, and that's why I mean we we'll get into the Ross thing, but uh, Ross is a bad character in the beginning of the show. Obviously, he's always whining about how his wife's a lesbian, which is like slightly homophobic. Uh, the show is overtly homophobic. We'll also get into that. Yep. Um, but really, as the show uh, gets into its later seasons. Joey sucks. Um, a lot of the characters kind of become blah. And they Ross write, borderline carries the show. The, the thing about the characters towards the end of the series is that they the writers really like wrote them into a hole. They pigeonholed these characters, and then they couldn't break out of it. Like yeah. Joey, by the end, was basically just a dude who makes sandwich jokes, and <laughs> and yeah. like it was 
like all he does is is talk about just banging chicks and and like loving food. Well, Joey in general just sucks. Could you imagine if one of your friends was like, "Oh, I'm an actor. Cool. What are you in? Nothing. Also, I don't pay rent. My roommate pays rent for me, and we just gloss over that." That's acknowledged in the show that Joey never paid his rent. Yeah, the Chandler paid his rent for him for how many fucking? That show was ten seasons. He lived with them for well, towards six, the end, Joey five was successful. Seasons? Yeah, he carried his own. Yeah, but I mean, who knows what Dave's? I mean, he he did what? Probably three total seasons of Days of Our Lives, and the rest he was just like a struggling actor in New York, not paying his rent. Yeah, uh, they. I think this is an employer plug, but I think Uprox did a post back in back a while ago, maybe a year ago, where someone calculated the exact like cost of of oh, what wow. Chandler fronted for Joey. Just and like it was assuming a lot what like money. rent would have been back there like, in New York, like and rent. Uh, like headshots, food, and all those things, and replacing all the furniture when Joey lost all the furniture yeah. by getting locked in the cabinet. Um, so, yeah, somebody went through that, and it was a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so my concern is, I mean, I've got a lot of friends and uh, a lot of sisters who really know their shit about friends, and my concern when we decided we were going to do a Friends podcast was that we might come off as though we were just three dudes who, like, have seen friends, and now we're going to talk about friends like we're fucking tough. Uh, my contention and my hope is that it's established and understood that we know everything about friends. We know it, like, there's, we won't make any arguments with, that you're like, oh, this guy's dumb because he doesn't realize that, that Joey actually broke the fridge and then blamed it on Ross or whatever. Like, we know all of it, okay? So, um, yeah, Dave Lozo is going to be an interesting person to have on. He and I argue all the time on Twitter. I thought I'd never met him before. Uh, until it was recently brought to my attention. I mentioned to Joe McDonald, we were talking about Lozo and how funny he is on Twitter, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I've actually never met him. And he was like, yeah, you have. You two were out drinking in New York on this night, and it was like literally just the three of us. What you texted me was so much better. You said you were out drinking forever. And he must not be as funny in person yeah, as he is. Must not have left you. Because I never got impression. blackout drunk during that series, and I do not remember meeting him. But Joe McDonald insists that uh, we've met and that we got along handsomely. So uh, well, we're we'll going to bring how in this goes. Yeah, we're going to bring in Dave Loso. Yeah. Do you have something on in the background? It's kind of picking it up. Oh, yeah. I'm watching Futurama. Is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> it's, it's the one where they're all superheroes. All right, fine. I'll turn it off. Let's, let's fucking rock on and talk about how fucking stupid DJ is for thinking Ross is anything better than the worst fucking character in TV history. It's a good, that's a good place to start. That's a good place to start. Uh, Dave Lozo, it's not my fucking problem that you watch the entire series of Friends without putting two and two together. I know that you give me shit for thinking Ross is better than the other two male characters, but that's because you're dumb. Look, I don't want you to portray this as it's like me against the world where... I'm the crazy one for thinking Ross is anything more than a piece of shit. Oh He's no, a... I'm the I'm the outlier here. I was telling people before. Oh. I didn't oh, no. feel good when I realized that Ross was the best male character. It shocked me too, but it's fucking true. Chandler sucks. Joey does nothing. But here's the thing about hot takes: you can't have a hot take and then just tell everybody to shut the fuck up, which what, what is exactly mean? what you did well, yesterday. What yeah. do you mean? What do you mean? Joey doesn't do anything. Joey does everything. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, he does everything. He pays his rent. He uh, he works. He uh, he doesn't meddle in people's relationships. He's great. Wait, see, this is this is the thing that gets me. Is like, I, it's it's comedy and it's subjective, and everyone's gonna like what they like. I can totally get it. 
But like your your foundation for liking and not liking people on a TV show that was on the air twenty years ago is so weird to me because re- you just listed three things that bother you about Joey, and it's that he pays his rent. No, he doesn't. I was joking. He does not pay. pay his rent. Chandler, right, right. He's so okay. he's into Chandler for like a cool million. Right. That that's what makes him. F- oh, oh, we're oh we're talking like about the the shittiness of the person themselves, not yeah. like their comedic. Look, look, Joey's Joey's an actor. Joey's having a hard time making making money, so Chandler and his weenus can pay for all that stuff. So it it works out for them. It's a it's a it's a co um codependent relationship. Do you like think? Chan- do you think anybody on Friends is like a truly good person? Wow, that's a really good question. <sighs> um, I think the closest Phoebe's is Phoebe. the clo- yeah. closest, right? Yeah. Oh, Phoebe! Phoebe ran over a dog. She was mugging people as a teen. She, yeah, um, she's a reclamation project for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, that's a really good question. I, I, let's see. So Ross is human garbage. <laughs> We're gonna. This is gonna be a central theme of this. But yeah, go on. <laughs> keep keep finish your. All right, Chandler. Asinine thought. Chandler's not a bad guy. He's just he's he's actually just inept socially and with women. I can I can I can identify with so that. So that's the point. That's the point I want to make, actually. And I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. So Pete, who would you say on the show is closest to you? Closest. You are to most me. like who? Probably probably Joey. Ch- incorrect. I would so, say I'm no, probably, no, 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 I said no, no, I'm no, probably no, no. closest to Joey. I'm, I'm so we're going to skip over what you yeah. just said because incorrect. You are closest to Chandler. Dave, who would you say you're closest to? Definitely Chandler. Oh, would you for say sure. that I'm closest to? Definitely Chandler. Chandler is every fucking white guy you've ever met in your life. Sometimes he's funny, but get this. Sometimes he's really funny. Who That that does nothing for me. Wait, Pete, can I just throw something out there? And if you want to back me up on this, it's yeah. cool. If not, no worries. Why, why does DJ think he's funny? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. Like, why? Why you're does he more not... Ross than right? <laughs> totally Ross. Good, then I'm better than you guys. He's, he's absolutely Ross. I'm saying I'm funny like the average white person who t- tries to be funny is funny. But Chandler no, but, is funny. No, but you're not yeah. understanding the psych- the psychology of Chandler. You know, he he was raised in a in a really weird house where like his his dad became a sure. woman. More and there was Mr. Chandler. Right. So like exactly. So like it's like he says he uses humor as a defense mechanism. So he's not really so much trying to be funny as he is trying to deflect emotions from wow. his life. Yeah. That's pretty good. Is that is that why you're funny? Would you say? Is that oh, why? Yeah. yeah and I, I am I, funny. I'm not that funny. I've gotten a lot worse over the years, but <laughs> I am funny. Oh, definitely, definitely making jokes is way better than actually having like real feelings. I mean, oh, that's, for sure. That, that, yeah. That's a that's a no brainer. So we have a uh, like a a list of topics or <laughs> questions that we're gonna kind of go through, and I think we've talked about them at points in the past. But I mean, the the first obvious one is like synonymous with friends it's the rachel versus monica yes. debate uh um you're talking just looks wise or what yeah like what's what's like what's the situation here what's like what's our threshold is it like olivia munn versus olivia wilde is that what we're doing here basically? I, I, I mean i think <laughs> looks certainly pl- plays into it but i think you kind of have to consider the the character traits yeah. of the of of the two i've always been a monica guy really yeah, me too no way! I, all right, I'm I'm taking the Rachel <laughs> side. Like, I don't think Rachel's a good person or like a good. None of them are. We've already mate. touched on this. None of them are. She has no. She people. has very little mate potential, Rachel. But 
Monica is also a fucking nightmare. Monica's a nightmare midway through the series. Early on the show, like the first two seasons, which is also when I would say Monica is, is more attractive than Rachel, Monica is probably the most sane and together person on the show. Ross owns a fucking monkey. Chandler can't decide what he's doing with his life. Joey's obviously struggling. Phoebe's being Phoebe, as she kind of always is. Rachel's still figuring out how to be an adult. Monica is far and away the most steady person on the show, and again, also the most attractive at that time. She takes a bit of a dip, and we'll get into this. I mean, season seven is ground zero for that show. I mean, it gets so bad, and, and no one's worse than Monica and Chandler at that point. But overall... I would say that Monica is a better character than Rachel. Nobody has the lows on that show of Rachel. Maybe Chandler does, but when when Rachel is bottoming out and going crazy when she's not with Ross, she is fucking painful. Wait, what's season seven? Because like the show is so old to me, and I watch them in reruns so now season, that I don't... So season, at the end of season six, a healthy-looking Chandler proposes <laughs> to Monica. At the beginning of season seven, she has just said yes, and five minutes later, Chandler has lost 400 pounds <laughs> and is the most sickly-looking drug addict you've ever seen in your life. And that's not making a joke. I mean, he actually... that This yeah. was because of drugs. Yeah, it, it turns out he looked exactly like that for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean... Where do you fall on that? You said you're more of a Monica guy. Do you agree oh. with my general assessment? Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. You, you've, you've, you seem to have it. Like, like my thing is, like, Rachel and Ross were only meant to be together because they were both just terrible human beings. And <laughs> who else would have them at that point, right? Like, Monica, yeah, Monica wants everything clean and she's crazy and all that. But, like, at the end of the day, I'm a slob. So, like, I'd be willing to put up with all of her neuroses if she's going to, like, clean everything that I leave sitting around mm. all the time. And she's a really good cook. And on top of that, like, forget about, like, all their little character traits. Is it just me, or is Rachel, like, the stupidest person on the show? Like, I know Joey's dumb, but, like, Rachel, like, like, what would you talk to Rachel about if you had to spend the rest of your life with her? Yeah, she's like, like that, she's definitely like that wet paint That's girl, a good, yeah, she, she's sure. probably the, like, the, uh, I mean, Joey's a really shallow character, but. Right. She's got, I mean, considering that, we were talking before, and we can discuss this later, um, who we thought the, if you had to say this person's the main character of the show, I mean, my contention would be that the show begins with Rachel leaving her, or running out on her wedding and coming to join these people. The show ends with her ending up with Ross. I would say that I'd give the slight edge to Rachel there, but she's probably, like, the least developed character. Like, wh what does Rachel like to do in right. her spare time? She has no hobbies. Like, yeah. what did, what, like, what does she do besides... And first of all, not for nothing, like, she went from waitress to working at Bloomingdale's and there's nothing wrong with that. That that if that's your life route, go crazy. But yeah. but like it's not like she's a creative person, right? She's not designing anything at Bloomingdale's. It's not like you can just be like, Oh boy, yo, let me let me see what you worked on this week. Like she just she's in a she's a buyer, which I assume means she just sees stuff and says, I like it yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then they buy it. Like that's not really I don't I can't like 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 Monica has interests. I feel like you can definitely like have a conversation with Monica over dinner. Rachel, I don't know what in the world you would talk to her about, except of course how much she loves Ross, and I think I miss Ross. And oh god, ten fucking seasons of that. Oh so, my god. So I, I still think, I, like, I still think I stand on the point where I would rather have a boring ass relationship with Rachel, who is hotter than Monica and has really no redeeming qualities, than have to deal with Monica's crazy psycho bitch running my life. But Monica never like. At points, you have to agree. I mean, this is controversial. Early on in the show, like when when Rachel had the Rachel, 
which uh, for everyone listening, it's that kind of wider type haircut she had going on. Rachel was, I mean, those were, we've talked about this before. Those were, uh, you had two aces on that team, right? And Rachel and Monica. (laughs) For me, I thought that Monica was more attractive than Rachel at that point. And Rachel is obviously consistently hot throughout the show. Monica has some crazy haircuts. Phoebe fucks up her hair. All this different stuff happens. She gets uh, the, she gets, um, dreads or what, what, what is oh when yeah, they go to, the, the yeah when they go to the island yeah, yeah. right uh, so monica looks her character goes through some weird looks throughout the show but i would still say that monica is hotter than rachel no way aniston's nipples puts her over the top those things <laughs> are hard the entire 10 seasons <laughs> why, which why wait hold on time out time That's out never explored and it's wait. true what, wait, are are you saying just Jennifer Aniston's real life nipples, and you just see them on Rachel? Because I watched that show a lot. I never saw Rachel's nipples. Anymore. Really? Wait, are you serious? How old? Wait, uh, how? So I'm. 20... Oh, oh, you mean like? Oh, oh, I thought you meant like that one scene where she's wearing the the blanket uh, and Chandler. Uh, oh no, 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 no. Oh, she like threw her I stared, shirt. I, I stared really hard at that scene for a long time when that <laughs> show first came on, and I didn't see anything. No, so so I'm 27. Pete's 24, 23. 24. Right. Okay. I'm 38. So you're you're slightly. I was gonna say you're slightly older. Right. Than like, us. I re- so like, I watched I that, I shit that show as a kid. Being out- yeah, yeah. And man, like I was right in the wheelhouse age of if somebody's nipples are showing on TV, I'm going to notice it. And yeah, <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still in that wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that that puts her over the top. So for she's me. hotter but- because you could always see her nipples on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean- I mean, DJ's got some bad takes, but that's actually a pretty smart take, I think, because that's, that's, yeah. But also, too, back then, I remember, like, I don't know if this was, like, a thing that was, like, designed by the people that ran the show, but there were two things that I always remembered about the whole Rachel Monica thing, because I was the same thing. I like Monica way better than I like Rachel. There was always, like, Rachel was, like, the hottest girl in the world at the time. She was on the cover of Rolling Stone. And I remember people always talking about how Monica was, like, like real-life Courtney Cox was older than everybody on the show yes, by, like, five, was. six years. Yep. And, like, that was, like, a weird thing to, like, put out there all the time, I thought. Because, like, I don't know why I knew that. Like, I didn't go looking for that information. But I think they wanted they, – they, everybody wanted Rachel, Jennifer Aniston to be the focal point of the show. But, you know, I guess we're just rebels where we're just like, yeah, Monica. Which is she, funny because uh, Courtney Cox at that point – was established she was just like a well-known hot person jennifer aniston had i don't think that anybody was independently famous um prior to that show i I know of at least but i mean courtney cox was the hot girl in the bruce springsteen video at that time she was dating i want to say like michael keaton or something she like her job was basically to be like a person who everyone thought was hot and Again, early on in that show, I mean, Rachel's gorgeous. I'll take Monica any day of the week. Um, on the Rachel-Monica thing, uh, a Twitter follower of one of us raised this point that Ross was a quote-unquote bitch because he was always complaining about how he wasn't with Rachel. And my contention, and this is me being pro-Ross, is that Rachel spent far more time being miserable over Ross than Ross did over uh, Rachel, and Pete brought up the point that actually, when Rachel and Ross weren't together, except for early on in the in the series, Ross was totally fine when he wasn't with Rachel. I would say that Rachel's the bigger mess between those two. I agree. That's totally true. I think that's true because once like Rachel had the epiphany at the end of that first season, and she was like, "Oh, I love Ross," and then she went to the airport, and Julie was there, and all that happened. From that point on. Like, yeah, they ended up getting together. But after they stopped being together, like, Ross, without a doubt, 
you know, Ross didn't show up at Rachel's wedding and say, and say, you know, and like mess up Rachel getting married. Rachel went to England. Rachel, I mean, like, like Ross had the whole Mark thing, which I think is the thing that I always think of about Ross is what an absolute baby he was. And and like that, that, that one of the the hardest, one of the hardest times I've ever laughed watching that show is when it was like season nine and, or maybe it was season 10 when Ross was all freaked out because like Mark wanted to give Rachel a job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chandler's like, wait a second. What year is it? (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, it's, it's seven years ago. Yeah. Uh, So you're right. We talked about that and uh, Ross, Ross was a wreck during their relationship when they were dating. Yep. And like the in between the break thing. But Rachel was a wreck whenever they weren't together. And she ruined plenty of his relationships. Yeah, she ruined the uh, she uh, the jury's out on whether she ruined the Julie relationship, but she definitely ruined the Bonnie relationship. She ruined the Emily relationship for sure. Uh, she was a reason why Mona left Ross, which side note, all of Ross's girlfriends were so much hotter than everybody else's on that show's girlfriends and or boyfriends. And I'm counting Tom Selleck, who was like <laughs> in his prime at that point. I mean, Mona, Mona was awesome. Uh, Aisha Tyler's character, Charlie, obviously. Um, who else? Rebecca Romaine. Like Ross, when he wasn't with Rachel, didn't miss a fucking beat. The college girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah the college girl. And, and when he impregnates Rachel, they, they make such a big thing of how like he was in the midst of a dry spell but i feel like they had to do that just to kind of make the show maybe a little realistic because he was banging every attractive girl that came on that show like he 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 threw chandler and joey a bone with the girl that they both dated the one with the short hair uh kathy but really that was it ross was all over the place he even banged janice for fun oh that's (laughs) true oh no i forgot about that wait did we we ever confirm that they actually banged they they, they just i think it was like hand stuff just hand stuff. That, count, that counts. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good. I never really thought about that. Like I always thought, like yeah. Oh, there's also the Australian girl in the library that he meets. Where coming around on Ross, Lozo. <laughs> it's I just gotta say. No, no, no. This actually just makes me hate Ross more because I'm jealous of him because I'm way better than Ross and I'm not hooking up that, that frequently. That's 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 bullshit. I so mean, now, someone... can we revisit it now? Then, so he's a doctor. He uh, is seemingly an okay father. Oh. He bangs oh, did you just call him a doctor? Oh, he's not a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a dinosaur doctor. He's, uh, you're, you're, oh my god! Okay, so you can at least drop that in. He's bars learned. He's right. He's, okay, yeah. So like, uh, that's a better way of putting it. He's learned. Um, he's uh, established himself in his field. He has no problem doing well uh, with with women. Um, so again, why is it that crazy to arrive at the conclusion that Ross is a better character? Or Ross is like the best of the male characters in that show because really Joey shouldn't even be competition. Chandler, <sighs> maybe, but I just don't see why it's such a quote unquote hot take that Ross is better than Chandler and Joey. I think I think there's a case for Joey in the earlier seasons, but not towards the end, because that's when, like I said, that's when they like wrote him into the box and he was just all fucking food jokes and, yeah. and sex jokes. Um He's but, great. <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, no, I just, I just, there's no way that Ross, it's just, he's so insufferable and so whiny and like, right. for a little bit early on in the show. Oh, every, every show, yeah. no, every show no. is so the worst. It's like, like, no, like he's not perfect. I, I guess my contention is that uh, the male characters on the show have set a very low bar and that it doesn't take much to be the best character. Like Ross is certainly whiny. 
before I revisited the series recently, my assumption was that Ross was the worst character. Like, worse than Phoebe, worse than Joey. And I just came to the realization as I was watching it that for all of the shitty things about him, for how much he whines, for the fact that even when he's wearing the leather pants when he's about to bang Hornswoggle, that that's not funny, that, like, he can't be funny in that scene... Like there are a lot of. I think that he does like, have funny scenes, but it's like the only funny scenes that he has are where it's like super exaggerated, like the pants scene. Mm-hmm. Anytime he screams, Pivot, is, is lift pretty and fun. slide. Yeah. yeah, the tanning. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was actually pretty good. I'll give um, that. like anytime, anytime he screams or gets angry, it's hilarious. Just because Schwimmer has like a hilarious scream and like face. Yeah, where it's and just he also funny. kind of has the Jerry Remy replay bubble. Thing when he talks, you know what I'm talking about. I, I knew it. I knew there was some friggin' Boston connection as to why you. Oh, liked shut him. the I fuck knew up! It. Shut the I, fuck up! You just, you just related him to Jerry Remy. I knew he'd find this out. Dude, what are you even talking Pete, about? Do you know what the Jerry Remy replay bubble is? No, I don't even okay. know what it is. So it's it's when uh when they show a replay on Nesson, like say someone hits a home run and they show the replay and Remy's giving his analysis. And when he gets a little more excited, he gets like this kind of. I can't do it, but it's like a bit of a Ray Romano type. It sounds like he's got a bubble in his throat. And Ross, like when he says like "thank you," like has that sort of thing. So it's one of his quirks. That's not a plus for. He Ross. sounds like Jerry Remy. That's what it is. <laughs> I knew it. I I was like, there's, I, I kept like looking back through episodes to think like, was there one where Ross mentioned Boston? Is that what this is about? Did, did he did he so wear a Red Sox shirt on? Not an to turn people off. Any of our listeners who are from like. Pete knows me. I, I don't have a whole lot of Boston pride. I'm oh, kind of indifferent I'm, to Boston. I'm kidding. If, if there was a Boston connection, Matt LeBlanc would be your your favorite character. Yeah, and he's, he's from worst. Newton. He was here like a week ago. We could have had him on the podcast. We were actually thinking how funny it would be if we'd gotten him to sit in on this and not say a word until the very end. Like, <laughs> like, we we don't suck. reveal <laughs> that he's here, and then at the end, it'd be like, oh, well. So one of the discussions that we had about friends on Twitter a while back was the discussion of whether or not um, Richard is creepy. Let me ask you a question, Pete. Yes. Mm. How old's Monica when that happens? She's like mid-20s, right? I think that's yeah. like w- w- the age where... Yeah, so she's like she's 28. Like mid, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's like mid to late 20s in real life. She's probably like 32. Yeah. Maybe just, I mean... Richard looks older than Monica there, and he's obviously way older. Well, he's best friends with her dad. Yeah. You got to meet her somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. He was like, he like, I don't say, I don't want to say he helped raise her, but like, he knew her as a baby. Yeah. Didn't Rachel say that like she crashed her bike and he like picked her oh, up? Oh, right. And stuff yeah. Like that. yeah. So th- that th- that's super how creepy. they knew each other, and then they began to to smash is just not just a great Awful look best friend, by the way, banging your best friend's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Many but it times. was it was love. It wasn't just banging. They were they were in love. And and at the end of the day, pretty much it was Richard who ended it because he was like, I'm not having kids. So in a way, he was both a really hot person to have sex with for for Monica for a while. And at the end of it, he was like, I'm not having kids with my my, my best friend's kids. So in a way, he he owned up to it, maybe subconsciously. So he managed to bang his best friend's daughter, who's super hot. And then somehow come out of it looking like a noble person. He's, That's he's awesome. A, he's a genius. He he's really a, yeah, is. But then a few years later is when the sex tapes were discovered in his apartment, and that was like, oh a, yeah, that, that was, was kind of a weird thing there because were... it was like, it was like Richard was always this like noble, great guy yeah. that you would never imagine. 
being like, hey, let's set up this no, camera like a guy while in we his fuck. 50s who fucks <laughs> yeah. like children and tapes it. Not children, but children. You know, I'm jo- children. joking. I'm joking. But um, everyone's someone's child, I guess, if you the, get down. Yeah, to it. exactly. The, the, so there are a couple of things that came up in that show that I was like, oh, I really wish they didn't do that. That was one of them when they were. Yeah, that was really weird. Richard that... to be creepy like that. The other uh, Joey and Rachel hooking up was horrible. That was like they need to end this show. As soon as possible before they do any more considerable damage. Uh, did anybody like that storyline? Did like were you at all interested in it? No, no. Jo- Joey should have hooked up with with um, Phoebe. Phoebe, like, that yeah, was that's... that was the one that should have happened because they're both dummies. They're both kind of free spirit, but like for some reason that actually you no know one you know what I hated worse and I did hate the whole Joey Rachel thing was how like in the last season they were like, well, there's no way Phoebe can be happy unless she gets married, so let's have her marry some dude who she just met like six episodes ago and would never ever stay with her ever in real life. Like that that one really annoyed me more than anything, the whole Paul Rudd line. I also didn't like Paul Rudd because I just thought he was the most useless character in the show. Like he brought nothing to the table. Nothing. He didn't do anything. Like he was like this like dry mop, like yeah. who would never ever put up with all of like, like there's no way that character would get home one day from work and be like, hey what's up? Oh, I have rat babies in my kitchen that I'm going to take care of, and he wouldn't be like, "Yeah, I'm fucking out of here. I'm not doing this." <laughs> right? He's like, "What? Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm my my parents are rich. I'm just going to go hang out with my parents because this is insane. You're raising you're raising rats in our in our cupboards. Like, no, I'm out of here. See ya. There's there's no way that would ever really happen in real life. She should she should have wound up with um, what's his name, the Hank Azaria character, David. David. Oh yeah, David. yeah. That's, yeah. That's well, that's what I was just going to say yeah. too. Like, they worked David for how many seasons? What he was probably like season two, right? Yeah, where he came One in. That two, was like his yeah, first, like very early first appearance, and then like he was in the show on and off for the entire time. And, they, and then in the la- the last season, she chooses Paul Rudd's shit character yeah. over David, <laughs> who they, she was obsessed with for kept, a long time. They kept that open, as you said. They and kept like. Uh, planting that seed and reaffirming that Phoebe has, she's meeting these guys, she's sleeping with these different guys, but she's in love with this person who she only sees once every two, three, four, five years. And the way they treat him in the 10th season is just so puzzling. Right. That, Did they make him out to be like an asshole? No, the they last... finally bring him back. It was and... when they were on vacation, right? Or... Yeah, and he comes back for good. Like he moves back yeah. from Russia to be with Phoebe and. She's just like uh, she was kind of no, shitty to him. Wasn't this she? other run of the mill relationship that I'm in <laughs> is going kind of well at this point. So I'm gonna, as you said, marry this super boring guy, and yeah, she still she kissed him though. Yeah, it, still, well, they both proposed to her. I'm pretty sure. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and she said no to him for Paul Rudd. That was, she says that no was to right. to Paul Rudd, and then. Uh, David's there, and he says something to the effect of, like, in your face. And it's like, ah, fuck, see, this is why you should marry that guy. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> the Richard Creepy thing. Like, are, yeah. Wait, am I the all, only one who finds him creepy? I don't like the idea that it's creepy if, like, she knew it was going on. I mean, if two people want to film themselves having sex, like, what's wrong with that? Like, that's not creepy. That's just two people having a, a good time with a... I mean, you, I mean, you got to remember, like, this is a guy who is in his 50s and he's, you know, maybe maybe it was her idea. Huh? How about that? How about that? It clearly wasn't her idea because he oh. later taped over it with having sex with somebody else. You know what? It fucking was her idea because when she and Chandler were having their affair, they tape each other. Remember? Joey comes back from a date and there's a camera set up. Wow. And then the date yes. tells him off. So who's the... Whoa. The common denominator there. Well, Monica. Well, Manana. Richard also taped over Manana. the sex tape later with another girl. Right. Yeah. Which, so which, you get, which, again, makes him not creepy because so he he's like, not like... 
she he's, not, ma- he's not baiting to like 10 year old porn that yeah he he's he's moved on it's great and he's like this girl made me tape us having sex what's the statute of limitations like she made me keep the tape at what point can i tape over it and finally move on with my life and that's what he did and by then she's already taping herself banging chandler so this is a monica thing which by the way mm. makes, monica makes me hotter. like monica <laughs> a whole lot more than i already did once yeah, again but, yeah, we but are rachel, right in our rachel also yes. had had sex on camera with who? With Ross? With or? Ross. Yeah. She, yeah, but they, they, that was like a, that was an impregnating sex tape. Yeah. That was because uh, the right. Ross was, is practicing his speech or something. He's, he's doing the Barcelona story. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Fair enough. That's another I, thing. To, again, going back to Ross, here, here's what I don't get about Ross's character. Like, I, obviously, no one writing this show was trying to keep like the characters on the same level the entire time. It was all over the place. Mm-hmm. But Ross never had sex before. Um, um, what's his before, for, uh, his Susan, first wife? Before uh, Carol, Susan, Carol, Carol, right? Carol. right. And then right. he went crazy. Right. Right. And, right. But then, like, okay, so he's married, gets her pregnant, she realizes she's a lesbian, they get divorced. Ross is so unbelievably awkward that he can't talk to, to Rachel. Gets Rachel finally. And then after that, like, what happens? Like, the floodgates open, and then he's like a sexual dynamo. And, <laughs> and, and while, that, while those floodgates are open, do you remember when he was trying to ask out the pizza girl? That's right. Yeah, that so, is so, so inconsistent. He, right. Yeah. So how how is he getting all this? How is he getting all this sweet action if he can't even like just be like, oh hey, um, you know this pizza is really good. Um, I, you know you want you guys want to you want to meet up sometime and maybe get some pizza together. Like he, he can't even formulate a sentence well, to ask why. out the pizza girl. Here's why, and this is human nature. Pete's part of Pete's of the age that like. Um, we were, we were talking about, like, the existence of Tinder yesterday and how, like, young people now, like, never have to actually have game. They can be like, this is the quality of people I sleep with because of this app. <laughs> Therefore, I now sleep with, like, very hot women. Uh, but in, like, the olden days, it was all about kind of confidence where you were at at that point. And Ross's confidence was at a low with the pizza girl thing, right? He's coming off of dating Rachel and the copy girl wants to bang him, who's super hot. And it's just because... His confidence is high. He's being seen with these very attractive women. And just, I, I think that the reason the copy girl or the uh, pizza girl disaster happened is because he was just single as fuck and uh, just couldn't get anything going. So that's no. my explanation for that. Yeah. Wait, wait. What season was that? The pizza girl thing was like season six or season. Yeah, I thought it was that was down the road. Of the series, I would say, right? I thought, I thought like he was already like knocking him out of the park up until then. And then all of a sudden he was just, I guess, yeah, I guess, you know, to, to put it in terms DJ can understand, like sometimes David Ortiz has a down week, you know, he swings, <laughs> he's, he swings and misses and yeah, I guess it happens. That's fair. I'm in Pete's uh, basement right now, which is fucking covered in Red Sox shit. And you say, you're going to put it in terms that DJ can understand. <laughs> uh, Boston. On, I love uh, it. on this subject, was, were Ross and Rachel on a break? Oh yeah, of course. Without question, and it speaks to how crazy Rachel is. Exactly. Yeah, like they they you know phrase it how anyway. It's like it's like I was just thinking about this today when I saw a tweet like George Carlin has that great bit about language and you know we keep changing around what words mean, but it's all about the meaning behind them. And if a girl says to you, "Yeah, we're on a break," like you're you're not together anymore. Ross had every Ross had every right to go out there and stumble into the hottest girl the show had ever had on it. Sure. So for as much shit as you've given me on the Ross take, I think that. Even though you guys might not rate him the best male character, 
we see eye to eye pretty much on what Ross is and uh, I guess his integrity. I think I think your opinions on the other characters on the show Maybe that's are what what, yeah. what screws up your viewpoint. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought I thought for sure Ross was in the right for that. There's there's no better time to go out and sleep with a super hot chick than on the day that you broke up with mm. with somebody. I'd see why a lot of guys wouldn't do it though, because you you you'll be in denial and you think that you're not on a break. But if he's got it in his mind that he's on a break, I mean, think about that. The love of your life tells you that you're on a break. Most guys in their mind at least i mean the way i would treat it would be like no she's just mad i mean we're gonna figure this out ross didn't which is a pretty big surprise i think they were on a break but i guess my surprise was the way that ross took it he did kind of storm out of there like a big baby he was he was a baby when they were dating his obsession with mark was right hilarious but yeah um what else do we want to hit on oh uh when did the show jump the shark I'll say, see, it's weird. So, okay, like, going back to when the show was on the air, like, I ended up going off to college, like, right when it was in the fourth or fifth season. So I don't really remember. For, like, I remember, like, I didn't see the final episode and probably until, like, 2008. Like, I didn't. I just knew they got together in the end somehow, and I wasn't really interested in how it happened. And then one day I saw the, the, me, I jumped the, the rerun. Yeah. Right, like, like, I'm at college. Like, on Thursday nights, like, we'd go to, like, a frat house or a bar and get drunk. And I was just like, I don't really care Acapella what happens Chandler. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah, barbershop quartet. Yeah. Um, but I will say probably right around the time Monica and Chandler decided to get married. Not when they first hooked up. Like, that was actually, yeah, yeah. like, that, 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 was when, that was when Joey was at peak, peak Joey trying to hide the secret. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I love those episodes more than anything but i think like yeah season so like seven season i will six, say yeah like we, yeah. Were, we were talking about this uh off the air uh the affair of chandler and monica is just like is maybe the height of that show really everybody's is. everybody's awesome at that point i mean R ross and rachel are kind of being ross and rachel but yeah that's the best i would definitely agree that's the best joey is um i th i think that that's a fair enough uh point i mean the, the show definitely got bad once chandler and monica got engaged my thing with jumping the shark is maybe the show knew that it was going to have longevity so it tried to build in a uh it tried to make itself like jump the shark proof by introducing a monkey in the first season to just be like you know what <laughs> nothing's off limits we've got fucking monkeys in the mix and you know what he's gonna go away but he's gonna come back and jean-claude van damme's gonna be there so like we're going to go everywhere and anywhere. Um, but I would also say that uh, another candidate for when the show jumped the shark would be when Joey and Rachel started to either hook up or even just be into each other. Yeah, I thought I yeah. thought the show was was still within saving uh, when, but it was going downhill when Chandler and Monica were together. Yeah, um, it got better like, publicly. After, yeah. Uh, and then when they got engaged, it was still going downhill, but still like within saving. And then when the Joey Rachel storyline happened, yeah. it was just like, oh, come on, you're reaching here. Because the thing, like around the time that they got married, and like there were still, it it had its ups and downs at that point. Like the the show wasn't done once it hit season seven. It was definitely a different show and not as good a show. But I mean, like Mona, I thought was a good character. I thought that the Ross dating the. Uh, the college student stuff was funny. Like there were still a lot of good, funny things that went on. But for me, by the time 
the Joey Rachel thing was happening, I was like, all right, are, are we ready to, eat, to start killing characters off? <laughs> because that's what the show needs. Kill off Rachel and uh, be done with it. How about this? How about, how about this is this? I don't think I don't think this is the answer, but I think they started to kind of run out of ideas when they were like, "All right, Phoebe is going to become impregnated with her brother's semen," and <laughs> and the te- the the mom from that seventy shows eggs, and she's going to have triplets, and like no one's gonna no one's gonna think that's weird for longer yeah. than like four minutes on the show, like that. I mean. You look back, like, it's funny, like, I watch, like, old Seinfelds and old Friends episodes, and I try to imagine them, like, occurring in 2015. Like, there's an episode of, of Seinfeld where he's trying to use the girl's toys. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Which sure. is, it, it's, it's basically, <laughs> that, that episode's basically a 22-minute rape joke. Like, there's yeah. no, there's no way that would ever happen today. Yeah. And I see Friends episodes like that, too, that aren't that extreme, but, like, there's, I mean, it's, have you, have you, has there ever been a show since then, whether it's on like Game of Thrones or anything, where like a woman's like, I'm going to have my brother's babies. And everyone's like, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> well, like, no. on, on that topic, it's when you wa- when you go back and watch it, the show is like pretty homophobic. Overtly at, homophobic. At oh, yeah. So yeah, many yeah. points. Yes, and exactly. it just wouldn't fly if it was on, on the air today. And, like, n- nobody even batted an eye. Like, I don't remember anybody saying, oh, Friends is homophobic. I, I, I. I laughed at it in that time. I mean, I was a yeah. kid and I was a dickbag kid and everybody like casual homophobia in the what the late 90s was a lot more prevalent than it is now. But how much it made its way into that show was unbelievable. I was telling Pete before this, I was kind of tracking the homophobia when I went back and rewatched the series because Pete had mentioned to me over the summer like that show was pretty homophobic. So I was watching for it and there is one character who is so much more homophobic than the rest of them, and I was astonished to see that it's Monica. Monica makes more gay jokes. She calls Chandler gay. She calls... I mean, the, the biggest one for me is... Do you remember the episode where Joey is doing ballroom dancing with... Uh, yeah, Krieger. Krug, yeah, Krueger, Krager, whatever his name is. So Trigger. Trigger, yeah. Try, so, try. Whatever it is. So there's, uh, <laughs> there's a scene where he walks in to the girl's apartment and Monica said Monica and Rachel are sitting there and Monica says So how goes the dancing? Gay yet? <laughs> and there is so much canned laughter. It is just like the height of comedy for the late 90s or early 2000s or whatever it was. Like, oh, she called him gay. Classic because he's dancing. And then she calls she calls Chandler gay at one point. Um, well, it's Ch- well, Chandler and Monica are probably like the most homophobic couple, obviously. Yeah. On the show because Chandler is like super homophobic slash transphobic towards his dad. Yeah. And makes tons of jokes throughout the entire series. Yeah. About it. Um, so obviously that wasn't really like a a big thing where they were like, oh, we should watch to see, we should watch to see how Chandler handles his. So how would that be handled? How would that be handled differently if the show were on in 2015? Would he be the guy with the transgender dad? They they probably wouldn't even have that in there at all, just no, because they'd be afraid definitely of it. Wouldn't. But say that happened. Say there's a character on the show who's uh, who has a transgender parent. Would that be built into his character that he's sensitive to that stuff, or would he be like Chandler? basically like shitting on transgender people at every turn oh that would never happen today yeah oh, right oh, like oh, for, oh there's no way like even like when that there's one episode where they're 
um like they're going back and forth like revealing secrets in front of monica and ross is like you kissed the guy dude like that that yeah that that just wouldn't happen and again another example of ross being um a piece of shit but anyway that's um, a feather in your cap today i I feel that if like pete were to drop right now like hey like you know what i'm in a relationship with a girl when i was in college totally kissed the guy it was hilarious bucket list yolo (laughs) like people would fucking congratulate him and say that he has strength and all that it's also it's also a a funny thing for ross to make fun of him for when he's taking adult naps with joey yeah in in the show yeah that one has some blurred line i mean i guess that that's where seinfeld seinfeld was a better show than friends a lot smarter of a show than friends but Seinfeld handled the gay thing a lot better and like played with the blurred lines and actually made them funny more so than Friends where Friends like would make an episode where they're like Joey and Chandler or I'm sorry Joey and Ross are taking naps together and it's <laughs> funny because that's fucking gay of them to do <laughs> and that's like the joke which I mean if, that, if, that was the joke if it that were like, on today you'd like, be like is why gay. is this let's funny like <laughs> you know it's so. like this is gay we shouldn't be doing this let's hide it and right. then at the end they get caught and they yeah. feel terrible about it right. like that's yeah. super so homophobic. there's like gay shaming that that is the, yeah. actually that is hom- homophobia by definition it's the, and it's, it's and, a full and it's episode. weird too because like they're like you said like people thinking that they're gay yeah but like Chandler's dad is is trans is um is is a would, would he be considered actually yeah do we do we know was I he I don't know just, if he's transgender I think he was just like a was he just a cross dresser just a cross dresser cross dresser yeah. because he says uh, aren't you a little old to be wearing that dress and uh, who's the who's his mother Morgan Fairchild yeah she says don't you have a little too much penis to be wearing that dress <laughs> right 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 Which, right so so there's that and there's also the 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 mother of Ross's child is gay and they still like make all yeah. those jokes like it's just it, it'd be, I think it would actually make more sense in the in the context of the show. If no, there was never a gay person on it, but they they actually have gay characters on the show, and yet they still yeah like Monica and Monica ends up marrying Chandler like Monica, who I guess we're gonna say is the most hate filled person on the show yeah. is like yeah I'm gonna marry Chandler wait what like come on yeah come on writers of Friends let's get more consistent here I actually I need I don't have the energy to go back and watch the series again but. Uh... I remember thinking that Ross actually wasn't as homophobic towards uh, Susan and Carol or hateful towards them as I expected he would be. Like, he's more of the jokes around that are, sur- are kind of surrounding the idea of, like, you were married to a gay person and didn't realize it. Yeah. And it's kind of more directed at Ross. And he wasn't, he wasn't. And he hates Carol, no doubt. But, I mean, that might just be more because he's a spurned lover. So. I don't know. I don't know if he like hates Carol. I'm sorry, I think he Susan. Hates Susan. I keep yeah. yeah, Susan. I'm sorry. Susan Bunch is the that's that's lover. the thing yes. is like he hated Susan. Yeah. and not Carol. But probably because he thinks that she ruined his life, which she kind of did. I mean, if <laughs> a guy of. stole his wife away, then he would think the the same way. So, uh, but there definitely are like a few jabs that are taken at the lesbian characters For that sure. you're like, eh, maybe maybe wouldn't do that in 2015. And also, Ross almost walks out on his child because they're having a fight in the uh, in the doctor's office. And then, as he's walking out, he hears a heartbeat. Like if he didn't hear that heartbeat, Ross would have abandoned his child. Just yeah. FYI, <laughs> that's such yep. a good point. God, the, the, the stuff Ross has done on that show that makes him awful is it's 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 endless. Like I, I don't for- know. I had forgotten about the part where he almost walked out on the ultrasound. Season that was... one, episode one, they established the baseline for him. He's garbage. He's, well, so he's so a... I would definitely agree that Ross starts lower than anybody. He has to make up the most ground. But you have to consider <laughs> those later seasons. 
they're still part of the show. So for say four seasons straight towards the end of the show, Ross carries it. And, and I know that Ross that's when on... the show is bad, but Ross is better than the other characters then. What other Ugh. characters go four seasons in a row like dominating? To say Ross starts out lower than anybody might be a hot take too because Rachel is literally introduced from running away from her wedding. And how good does she look when she's doing it? Pretty damn good, yes. and it's wet so, outside. So, so. Rachel, is, <laughs> Rachel is going to be just fine. So you're, you're, ju- you're judging Ross pretty much based entirely on the amount of ass you crushed in the last four seasons. That's it. That's that's all you're basing this on. Not really. I know. Just that like he's funny and funny things happen with him. Yeah, like that time when Rachel met a guy in a bar and she gave him her number and then he called and, and he then crumpled Ross, it up. Ross threw classic. it and then Ross threw away. Yeah, Hilarious. Yeah. Classic Ross. What a great dude. Yeah. Nice guy. That was actually that was a rare occasion. <laughs> that was a rare instance where Ross wasn't okay when he was without Rachel. That's a, that's a Rachel move usually. It's also the fault of the show too, because like they they knew all along they were going to get those two together. So like they had to keep making up ridiculous reasons to keep them apart. So I yeah, mean, like when they're like we're going to live together and have a baby, but let's not let's not try having a relationship. Yeah, that was they kind of glossed over that one. And then when she wanted sympathy sex, when her dad had a heart attack, Ross was like, nah, I'm not into it. Like, really, Ross? Come on. Yeah, of all the scummy things that he's yeah. done, he draws <laughs> right. a line there. <laughs> there's a there's a really, there's like a, a weird line that I think Rachel says to Ross, which is like borderline threatening. <laughs> so Rachel says to Ross, Rachel's trying to have sex with Ross in that episode. And Ross is like, no, like that door needs to be closed for now. And after it's established that Ross has decided he does not want to have sex with Rachel, she says something like, after giving it lots of thought, she's like, I'm it's never ne- going to be done having sex with you, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> like, no, it was, no, it was, it, it's never off the table. Ross. Yes. Just so you know, with us, it's never off the table. That's it. Yeah, I guess I'm remembering it a lot more. No, but no, but no, but you're super rapey, right? Yeah, it's just (laughs) like I'm gonna have fucking sex with you later or something. Yeah, you imagine if you imagine if there was like a a male character and who said that, and the female was like, I don't feel like having sex with you tonight, and he's like, it's never off the table. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that is yeah. So again, Rachel, that's a bit creepy on her part. (laughs) Rachel's like, you have to go to sleep sometime. Like what? (laughs) What? Well, you know what? We live together. I'll lock the door. I don't what know. did what Jennifer Aniston about? go on to do in Horrible Bosses 2? Let's True. just say she, she, she rapes. Rapian. She yeah. actually does rape yeah. Charlie Day's character when True. he's in a coma. Just uh, you FYI. Know, <laughs> you know who else is uh, pretty homophobic on that show is Sting's son. That's right. Who's Sting's son? Sting's son. Wait, what does he do? Sting. Uh, Phoebe finds out this is a later. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember episode. the episode, but like you don't see the kids ever, do you? Right. Well, the the reason that they're brought together is because Ross mentions that uh, right. Ben is in class with Sting's son, and Sting's <laughs> son is giving him shit because his parents are quote unquote lesbonims. Right. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you guys, you, you guys, I'm I'm impressed with the with the it's, encyclopedic knowledge. It's just of, because we it's just watched. In, it's yeah, fresh in our minds. It's just because we just watched it. Yeah. Um, you, actually, you know, you know, you know, what we call that. We call that pulling a Ross. <laughs> Why? Because he, he was he was being awful to somebody because of their ethnicity or sexual preference. That's just that's just what Ross. Does. I would say that, that is more pulling a Monica than anything else. <laughs> well, Ross literally did it with Freddie Prince Jr. What do you mean? Didn't he fire yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. the nanny? Oh, oh yeah! Oh my God, Ross is so homophobic, and, and doesn't he say he's like, "Isn't this a little gay of you or something?" Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's who DJ's backing. Is, yeah. is Ross Keller? He, liter- he literally fired like the best nanny in the world yeah. because he was a dude, and he, he played the recorder, made cookies. Fuck! I want to hire Freddie Prince Jr. as a friend. <laughs> 
And then he hired the hot nanny because what is Ross but nothing more than a sexual predator? Actually, does anybody you know end what? up banging her? I know that Joey th- tries to. Yeah, I don't think anyone does. Oh no, she winds up she winds up being a lesbian. Oh, that, that's, that's right. Yeah, that, that's that's the punchline on the show for every every third episode is someone's gay. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's totally okay that she is. The, so they, 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 fi- the show just ends. they fired the guy that they thought was gay to bring in somebody. Yeah. And then the joke ended up being a, that she was gay. Yeah, but they <laughs> kept her around because they're like, well, why would we hire? Why would we fire somebody because we think somebody's gay? It's not like she's a apparently she's a, a male gay person, which the show <laughs> has deemed is just totally inexcusable. And because I, I don't smoke weed, so I've got a weird memory. Uh, <laughs> what is your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Gunther? Is he a good character? Like, all right, is he like a good character for the show, or is his character a good person, or is his character funny? Like, how are we? How are we? He's, he's got to be Gunther? like he's probably a serial killer in real life. Like, yeah, like sure. when he leaves Central Perk, he fucking kills something. I don't know if it's animals or what, but yeah. No, oh, yeah. I, like he has, he, a, he, has a, he has a weird Rachel shrine somewhere yeah. in the back of the coffee shop yeah. that he absolutely goes back there and pleasures himself to. No <laughs> doubt about it. I is feel he like a he good wants character to fuck for Ross the show? Just so he can is have he something funny? in common with Rachel. <laughs> like that's how demented he is in his obsession with Rachel. But go, go sorry, Pete. I said, uh, is he a good character for the show? And did you consider him funny? Um, I don't know if he was a good character for the show. I, I did. I did think he was funny because he was like this crazy, insane person who hated Ross. And anyone who hates Ross, I'm on board with. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there was ever a point where I was like, Gunther is funny. Yes, there was the episode where uh, Rachel gets the fucking <laughs> cat, the disgusting cat, and then she's trying to sell it the whole time, and she finally sells it, and then. Uh, Gunther comes up to get the pillow for the cat, and they reveal that he's the one who bought it. And like, it seems like everything's resolved. And then <laughs> Gunther's holding this squirming, ridiculous cat, and he says to one of the other characters, "He's like, so what is this? Some kind of snake or something?" <laughs> and it's just like, it's such a classic Gunther walk-off line that you would not expect Gunther to have. So I, I respect him for that. There's also the one too where um, Phoebe's dating the guy who wears shorts everywhere, and then like he finally walks over to him and goes, "Hey, buddy, put the mouse back in the house." Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. But um, Gunther has to be rich, right? Ooh, yeah. I, I, do, do you think he, he, like, owns, think he it? owns it? Yeah, I always thought he just kind of ran. Didn't he? Didn't he buy it from? Wasn't there an original original owner who was a bitch to Rachel? Yes, yes. And didn't he buy the coffee shop from that guy? I don't know. And it's... then hired Rachel. Uh, I thought that's what happened because there was a dick. Like in the season one, the like when they're telling the Rachel that she's dickhead. bad at her job, it's coming down from this guy who's not Rachel, right? Is that what you're saying? Well, there was. Who's, who's not Gunther, you mean? I'm sorry, who's, who's not, not Gunther? Gunther. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sick as well. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, that's funny. I always think of Gunther as having been there the whole time, but. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I yeah. Think, well, was he there the whole time? I, I no, think he, he was, but he didn't have he didn't, but he didn't like have lines until maybe season two or something like that. Yeah, I I I think that what happened was that the owner in season one or whatever who like owned the coffee shop, and then I thought the storyline was that Gunther bought the shop and then you, he owned it. Do you see the original owner in the first series or the first I feel season? Like yeah, like a Terry or somebody. He was like an old. It? He was an older guy. and yeah. He was a dick. Yeah. Oh, it was the guy from. Oh, right, the guy from Alf, the dad from Alf. Oh, oh really? God. 
That's the that the guy the guy the guy from Alf who was on the Norm Macdonald. Oh, show I thought you said ABC. Elf, and I thought you were saying that like <laughs> fucking. Well, Daryl. No, no. Uh, who's the father in uh, in Elf? Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I James, don't know his name. James Con. Yeah, oh, James Con. No. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, James Con was a fucking <laughs> like minor character on Friends. Wait, speaking of like celebrities, I I, I know you guys got to run soon, but like. I feel I think we should hit this as well. Who was the worst famous celebrity guest Ooh. star that had like one episode or two, one or two episodes? Well, like, Will like... Ferrell when he was crying, and I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> not Will Ferrell. Fuck, why am I Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis when he is <laughs> crying the Chicken Boy stuff. I want to fucking kill myself. Yeah, that was that, that was, was bad. bad. Oh my god, really, really I'll bad. tell you one of the one of the sneaky uh, best ones was Ben Stiller. Oh, that excellent. was great. Excellent. John I'll... Lovitz too was good. He's he was in two episodes yes. though, and, and then when two he comes very back, very different characters in bo- in those two episodes. Well, no, he, they're they're the, they're the same character. No, he's well, the same yeah, character. but like they're very different personality wise. Well, no, but he was he a hot shot in the first one, and then he lost. Well, he references so who's yeah. he's on a blind date with who? Rachel. 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 Yeah. In the second and, one, and uh, and the best part is that like it's very conceivable that she wouldn't remember him. Because, I didn't. I didn't yeah. remember him. I didn't so, remember that it was the same same guy. And she's asking about his life, and he says something like, "Well, I I used to own a restaurant, but then I got into drugs." Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> like the reason why he sucks yeah. early in the series is because he's high. No, that's I, one yeah. of Phoebe's best lines, by the way. Like his what? name's Paul or something, and she's like, "Hey, Paul just blazed up a doobie in the cab." <laughs> Mac and cheese, we gotta make this. Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh, sugar oats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's up there for one of the best ones. Uh, Rebecca Romaine's character, just because I'm a I'm a disorganized person, but I'm a very clean person. So Rebecca Romaine's character, who was just like very dirty, was I fucking hated her. I was like, I wouldn't date someone that attractive if they were that dirty. Who was the uh, the 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 model? Was that? L. McPherson. L. McPherson. Yeah. Who moved in with Joey? Yeah, Joel, that was X-Z. that was bad. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck that. Like entire storyline. She, she brought nothing so to mean. the table. Yeah. She was a bitch. That was a great. And she I, wasn't funny, but she was super hot. I liked when she said that Monica was too loud, and then uh, they leave, and you yeah. hear, "I do not like that woman." <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of one episode, I mean, Bruce Willis has to be up there for he was so for bad. worst. Yeah. Bruce um, Willis was really bad. He was there for like, like he was there, like he was okay at first when he was like the the angry father. But like yeah. once he started dating Rachel, it was just yeah. stupid. Like let's let's go here. Two episodes yeah. and you're out, Bruce. Come on. Yeah. Who, uh, um, you know who you was say? good was uh, um, who plays Charlotte on Sex and the City? Kristen oh. Davis. Yeah, she was the girl that uh, the the one night. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know who that. Sh- is. You know what? That show is okay. Like I, I, I even watched it at the time. It wasn't one of those like I'm an adult now and I can say that I like these things. Like as a high schooler, I was like, yeah, I dig Sex in the City. This is good. Um, yeah, she was. Uh, she she played the one night stand that Rachel and uh, Phoebe forced Joey to keep seeing. She was cool. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was okay. I, I, the, the one that I, I, the, the Brad Pitt one was really bad. It was oh weird. yeah, yeah. That was strange. I was like, just thinking about that. And one that too. was a lot of the fat shaming that they did too, on that, that show. Was, right. Like the writers' room was all right. We got Brad Pitt to be on this episode. What do we do with him? Let's make let's let's make him that he used to be really fat and ugly. Oh, that's funny because he's not that. <laughs> We've yeah. never done that before with a gorgeous person yeah, on this show. Yeah, exactly. This is yeah, yeah. This is ha, ha, ha. sizzling stuff. Can we? Is it too late to write that maybe Rachel used to be fat too? Yeah. yeah. How about if Joey was fat? Yeah. 
and here's here's one other thing that used to bother me too about that show. There's two things. One one it was more about the the times we live in. Like I think about this now as someone who's like worked in New York. There was way too many like casual people just showing up in an office building on the 16th floor without like being signed in by the person. You know what I mean? Like they would just kind of walk in the building and it's like, hey, you want to get lunch? Like, no, that's not how it works when you go to an office building. That oh, yeah. That's, me. Yeah. Like whenever they would visit Chandler and stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like Chandler, like Rachel, when she was, um, uh, you know, working as the assistant buyer before her boss died, like Chandler would just show up for lunch. Like that's just like as someone, I mean, it was a different time back then, I guess, where maybe you could do that. I mean, I don't know. I didn't work in an office in New York when I was 17, but that always seemed weird to me that. And whenever they would go away on vacation, nobody ever, like people could just walk into a hotel room. Like nobody had to knock on the door. Like people yeah, would just open, yeah. like, like people were like, Hey, what do you got going on in there? I'm in here with a girl. Like, like how can you open the door and see that far in in the first place? Like it well, doesn't make was, any sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. They would, you're right. They could open those doors. So like, it was like the chain on it was yeah, like a yard yeah. long or something. In England, in England, yeah. they were just going in the rooms when they were down in the wherever they were there for that the dinosaur conference and like, yeah. like the, and also too in that episode where they're like listening on they're listening through the walls like it didn't match up where the doors were in terms of like where the rooms oh. were like she's across the hall but like wait you're you're listening to the room next to you. The, like, I've, yeah. I've watched I've watched a few episodes of that show. <laughs> no, not, no, that's, it, that's cool. also like this the scene outside of the coffee shop that they use a lot. It's like. There's always people walking in the middle of the road, yeah. and then like, well, that there's street also... is really weird. Yeah, it's, so it's just like strange. a random cul-de-sac on the yeah. side of a street in New York City. Yeah, it's I've been be... to New York City. That street does not exist. Yeah, that's got to be like a back alley. Like, yeah. if that's a street, like because there, there's people in the middle of the street all the time, and then there's the occasional car that right. comes by. People would people would get shot in front of Central Park all the time if that was actually yeah like, for sure a thing in the location of that place. Um. Also, quickly on the vacation thing, it bugged me that they could always go on vacation together. I know. Uh, yeah. The dinosaur conference thing comes up. A bunch of people who, sorry, let's say it, are in their fucking 40s <laughs> can just drop everything. And go to a and, dinosaur yeah, conference. And just be like, oh, my Fuck friend. my job. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what is it? Chandler, before one of the trips they're going to take, Chandler's like, oh, uh, before they go to Las Vegas, Chandler's like, well, what about my job? Ha, 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 ha. And then yeah. they all go. Yeah, unbelievable. And then right, oh yeah, the road trip. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. well, I'm just gonna call out sick for four days. Like, <laughs> and al- also, sure. what bothers me is the fact that they always get the couch in Central Park. Well, I think that there's sort of like a mafia implication there that like there's <laughs> they're kind of uh, made at uh, at Central Park, so to speak. Like customers come in and they're told when they sit there, like. You're not sitting there. But they had the episode where the two dudes did sit there. Because Gunther was maybe off that day. (laughs) (laughs) Gunther's their muscle, by the way. Gunther's the one that's protecting it for them. That's my least favorite episode, too, is the one where the two bullies, like, steal his hat. Like, I was... I was actually going to reference that. Um, I was writing the other day about how hockey players hit themselves in the penis because I always have to write about that because hockey players hit themselves in the fucking penis because they're idiots. And I was going to make reference to... Like, for all the tough guys that there are in the NHL, why don't they just do what they did in that episode and make ground rules? Like, okay, so we're going to go out there and wreak havoc on each other, but just let's just not hit each other in the dicks deck. Dicks are off limit. Yeah, it would be very easy. But I, I, like that, I like that Chandler got so upset that his hat got taken in that episode, and then he's, like, never seen wearing and a hat. You've never seen any, him wear yeah, a hat before. In any of the other <laughs> yeah. episodes. Yeah. It's like, God damn it, don't take my hat. Right. It's my lucky hat that I've only worn for the previous Don't five they seconds. Don't say that? I think they they call that his lucky hat. Probably. Oh my god. That episode sucked. Yeah. 
And that was in a that was in the the show's wheelhouse. Yeah. That was like before yeah. Chandler even thought about drugs. Yeah, yeah. Actually, maybe maybe that's what sent Chandler down down the path of of weight fluctuation was the trauma of being bullied by um, the guy from Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on how the show should have ended? Um. Yeah, Ross and Rachel should have got on the plane by themselves, and the plane should have crashed. <laughs> well, uh, fuck. Who I mean, we, we, we lose Jim the pilot. Jim Rash was we, right. We, we lose the pilot, and we lose the uh, the um, you know, the, the stewards and the stewardesses, the flight attendants. And Jim Rash, who's, he's the one that's freaking out on the plane. Huh? Jim Rash, the uh, the dean from Community, is the uh, the one who oh, Rachel yeah. says something like... Uh, the phalange, oh, no, the phalange yeah. is broken. So, uh, Phoebe calls Rachel, says you have to get off the plane. There's something wrong with the phalange. Oh yeah. And Rachel says that out loud, and then Jim Rash is sitting next to her and starts freaking out. And if memory serves, Jim Rash actually has a bit of hair, which is why I had to look up whether or not that was Jim Rash, and it was. Okay, instead of a plane crash, how about they get off the plane, they get in Ross's car, and then the car like falls off the Brooklyn Bridge, and they and they all and just those two die. That's it falls it. off that, the that, Brooklyn how... Bridge and. <laughs> Becomes fully engulfed in flames like ten seconds before it hits the water. And then there's like a laugh track at the end. And then like the credits, executive producers, whoever they are at the end. That's how it goes. I think those two should have died. I think um, Monica should have wound up with Richard. Chandler, really? Chandler should have Chandler should have wound up with. Um, ended up being gay. Um, that would have been one of them should something. have ended up being gay and been like, yeah, I had to put up with all that homophobic <laughs> shit you guys were saying for ten years, biting my tongue. Who's who's the girl that he that, that Joey was dating and then Chandler oh, basically Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. Kathy was great. Yeah, she was. She couldn't keep it in her pants she, though. She when she was wearing just the Rangers jersey. Oh was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, Even though she had a haircut like Susie from weird. Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. Like I remember as a kid, I was like, I, was I can't still find into her. her attractive. I was still she into looks her. Like a Calvin for and Hobbes sure. character. Um, She's great. She you know you know who she is right? Who? The girl from. Um, Oh man, I forget her real name, but she's 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 on that show Criminal Minds. She's been on Drunk History a bunch of times. She's a famous person, and I can't remember her freaking oh, name. Really? I just said I, I just said you know who she is, and I, I don't know who she is. What the <laughs> hell's her name? Her name is um, ah uh, God, but like yeah, she's she still looks great today, and she's she's she she did a she's done like two or three episodes of Drunk History, and they're usually pretty good. But definitely, that's that's who Chandler should have that would have wound been a, up with. You're proposing a major shakeup. Why? What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you coming Brewster? at me with? Pink no, I'm Brewster? just saying. Like, I was thinking, like, what would have happened on like the last episode? You, what you're proposing would require oh. like a full another season. Oh, 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 oh! Like, like, like. I don't know. I mean, like, the thing is, is like, I would have. To me, at that point, it's been like even Chandler says it. It's been seven years. Like, those two aren't going to hook up in real life at this point. Like, they, they may fool around, and and that's another part of it too. Is like, I, I mean. You know, it's your choice. You do what you want. But like, why would Rachel keep that baby? Come on, like really? Like what? what, what there's those two are never going to get together. So, so like, she hates Ross, by the way, and and she's going to keep his child. I don't know. It just I, they they just force so many things down down our throats in terms of Ross. And I mean, Rachel was something of a committophobe. No, I mean she she leaves Barry, and she's kind of she doesn't want to be at a job for more than however many years. And then she just like has a baby with a guy that she's not. She gets impregnated by a guy that she's not with, and she's like, "Oh, well, of course, I'm obviously going to keep this and ruin his life for a couple years while I go back and forth on whether or not I want to be with him." She's there's no question that she'd be a super terrible mom too. Rachel, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I don't know. Like, so, so I can never tell if Rachel is coming into her own in that show or if she's just going through a phase of being responsible and being happy and all that stuff. And then inevitably she's just going to crash and burn and go back to the taking off her bra underneath the cheerleader uniform. And she can't make a goddamn decision for the yeah. life of her. Yeah. Like she got, she was like over Ross, then eventually gets knocked up by Ross, is going to take the job in Paris, decides not to take right. the job in Paris, comes back. Like that woman's never going to be able to make a, de- a decision in her life. Also, so it. the girl who plays Kathy on Friends is from Concord. I just looked her oh, up. Really? At, uh, Lozo's suggestion, and yeah, she's from Concord. We totally could have had her sitting here and like putting up a follow up. Yeah, what's her what's her name in real life again? Paget Brewster, Paget Brewster, Paget Brewster. That's what it is. Yeah, I like that name, Paget. Have you ever heard the alternate like? Sorry, have you ever heard the alternate uh, theory to how Friends should have ended, proposed by a a fan? Uh, If I have not, but I would love to hear it. It's like it's super dark. Uh, (laughs) So here it is. Uh, I'd have ended Friends by revealing it was all a meth-addled fantasy of a homeless Phoebe as she stared through the window of Central Perk. Each kooky aside, each time she made everything about her, each example of how she's an outsider, it all makes sense. All ten seasons were merely her fevered imagination projecting herself into the lives of the others. All she ever wanted was dot 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 Friends. The final scene would be Phoebe walking away from Central Perk with the Ross, <laughs> Rachel, Joey, Chandler, and Monica characters making a reference to the crazy lady who always stares at us. They all have different names and personalities. Uh, Phoebe walks past a furniture store and catches her reflection in the mirror. The name of the store? Ursula. She returns to the park where she <laughs> sleeps in front of a fountain. A broken lamp stands next to her bench. It starts to rain. From behind, we see her put up six dirty but brightly colored umbrellas. Fade to black. I <laughs> so I think you may have shown this to me. I've definitely read that before, and I don't hate it. That would be like that would ruin a lot of people's like childhoods. Well, the, the, <laughs> it's all a dream thing is, or they were dead the whole time, or all that. So yeah. that's the worst fucking thing you can do in TV. But that would be kind of fitting. That's, would, all, I, that's all I want right now is for that to be real. <laughs> yeah, especially would, with the umbrellas. That's so fucked up. That would shake so many people to the core. Yeah, but. It would be kind of like, it would it would put friends into like a different realm. It'd be like, wow, this is a smart show, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like all this time they were just like playing possum with us, and they had the great genius ending. They were just yeah. waiting to spring it on us. Oh my god, that would be so good. And then like all the all the stupid shit would be like excused, like Rachel and Joey. It would be like that would be excused because it's fucking yeah. Phoebe's crazy it's a, imagination. It's a meth dream. <laughs> but I mean, that's also. She's incredible at dreaming because if she wants a normal life and she's actually dreaming of like the kind of ups and downs of all these people. Yeah. I mean, if I were to have that sort of meth dream, um, not that I even I still don't really know what meth is, but um, if I were to have that sort of uh, dream or drug dream, I would imagine myself being a lot better at guitar than Phoebe <laughs> is. I would imagine myself uh, like. I guess making a lot more money than Phoebe does. I mean, she's always complaining about how she's poor as well. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like a Richie Rich scenario. She just wants a normal life. It's also <laughs> like uh, it's like an Inception where it's like you, there are absurd things that happen in your dream, but you don't realize they're absurd until you wake up. Like the like if those were if those are dreams and projections, like that wasn't nearly absurd enough 
Yeah. To kind of hint that because everything. Yeah, that's is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, have you had fun, Dave? Oh yeah, I, I had I had a blast. I'm 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 sad that we have to end it because literally I could do this for two more hours or this until my phone died. Well, n- I still was never proven wrong about Ross, so. It's just like there's nothing that can be said because you're clearly entrenched in this thought that is so clearly wrong. I'm not. Yeah. Ha- I'm not. Again, I'm not fucking happy that Ross is the better character. He's not. Do do. I mean, it's it's not even worth it to <laughs> even think like who's the best overall character. Well, you well you ask who's the main character, which is an interesting. question. I'd say maybe Rachel. Really? Yeah. Well, I think it's Ross. Really? It's got to be one of those two. I would say it's. I would say it's Monica. Because it kind of takes place in her apartment. That's like a that's a big reason. Um, like the the whole I feel like the whole storyline is shaped around what Monica does a lot of the time. Yeah. Like the like the whole Richard thing was a the, a central like who has more central points of the storyline than Monica. That's a good point because there are a lot of times when Rachel just falls silent and. We don't hear from her, and she's so bad at times that we don't even want to hear from her. Like, Richard was a major storyline. <laughs> um, Favreau. Yeah, that was oh, a major storyline. He, he was probably the best recurring character on the show. Mm. Other than maybe Richard. Yeah. Um, and then, like, obviously her and Chandler. That's mm. a major storyline. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was like Ross, but like Ross and Rachel was like always the, the underlying thing the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, it was like when those two got together... Chandler and Monica got together, it was just kind of like, oh, that's different. And then they still ended up holding Ross and Rachel over our heads for like five more seasons. Yes. Okay. Well, then. Well, this is. Yes. This is done. Twitch. <laughs> <laughs>